Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. gentlemen and welcome to another edition of the hashtag miranda show i am your host the twitterless heroine ring announcer to us to the stars uh pretty bird fancy pants and any other nickname that you can come up with miranda morales welcome to this week's show i am very excited uh to to be speaking with all of you um We are, and I'm in week four uh, of quarantine, of lockdown um, due to to the COVID-19 situation. Um, You know, it's getting a little better. The first few weeks were rough. I am the type of person who always likes to be moving, doing something, um, being in and out of my house. And I haven't been able to do that for quite a few weeks. So it's been a challenge. But Still, one of my favorite parts of the week is recording this show. So thank you very much. If you are listening, uh, you may have found this on thechairshot.com where you can get uh, all of your latest wrestling news, analysis, and opinions. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Thechairshot.com. 
always use your head. And if you did know about TheChairShot.com, well, now you know. Uh, TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And also, this show is distributed on uh, eWrestlingNews.com and Raja.com. So uh, if you found this uh, podcast because of that, thank you very much. And again, you can also visit those websites for uh, your latest wrestling news. Um, you know, uh, this podcast is part of the uh, Chair Shot Radio Network, which is one of several amazing podcasts that are available online for you to listen. Um, if my voice sounds familiar, if this is the first time, uh, maybe you've gone to a, a wrestling show that I've announced, but uh, I'm also on Chair Shot Radio, which is one of many podcasts that are available um, on thechairshot.com. Um, but there's also someone else on the show who you may have heard of on Chair Shot Radio or one of the many other podcasts um, that, that he is on. One that he's actually going to be restarting his own show. I'm not going to reveal the spoilers, but uh, let, let's bring him on board. My co-host, Greg DeMarco. such good shit hi <laughs> we will forever have that sound bite oh yeah i mean it, it's 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 uh, a such, such good it's shit, such good such shit. shit. <laughs> i mean there's just certain things that are always going to be around wild card bitches yeah! and that's just one of them like it's just that's just how could it those are, those are the sound bites. yeah it just needs to be with with all the hits <laughs> Just, if I only had like 10, it would be one of the 10. But you don't have just one of 10. Oh, you probably have one not. of 100. So many. I should count the ones we don't, we don't even know yet that haven't been played I, on the show. I mean, yeah, I, I think I've played everything that I have in the uh, in, in as possibilities. I haven't touched some in, in a while, but they just haven't been applicable. But I don't think there's any that you haven't heard. You play buttons with meaning. That's and right. Is that what I understand? That that's one hundred percent right. Like if if I press a button, god damn it, it means something. I don't just randomly press buttons for no reason whatsoever. Like I would never do that. You got no choice, babe, but to move on. And you know there ain't no time to wait. You know, one time I used it's going to be me to say, going to be May, to say that we were going to gather this in May. I don't think we are. Yeah, but, I thought that, that that was the soundbite that you were playing because I was going to say, yes, by this point, it will be May. Uh, it'll be. We, we, I, maybe we can get them to redo and saying it's going to be August, but I don't think they will. So yeah, No, I don't think. Uh, Timberlake wants too much money. I'm, I'm just throwing eh, that out there. He wants too him. much money. He's too good. He thinks he's too good for NSYNC, but, like, remember your roots, Justin. Right. Like, I get it. You you know, but also your the latest music you you put out has not been good. So it would do you Hot it would takes. do you uh you could do yourself a favor and get back with NSYNC. I'm just saying. Hot take true. Miranda Morales. <laughs> Telling them how it is. That's my hot take. That's Justin. using your head right there. That's using your head. That's the chairshot.com. Always use your head. You're welcome. 
Can't be. And speaking of using your head, you can use the hashtag use your head when you follow thechairshot.com on social media at thechairshot.com on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I myself am also on uh, social media, just only on Facebook and Instagram. I, I, I mean, I literally said it like a few minutes ago. I am the Twitterless heroine. I am not on Twitter. Uh, no intentions, even though, you know, where the world is changing and evolving, still no plans to get on Twitter, but you can find me at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. And you can also find Greg on social media at ChairShot Greg. Um, he's on all forms of social media as well. Um, and you can also find his page uh, on the chairshot.com forward slash Greg DeMarco. Um, there Greg publishes or has links to some exclusive content that he provides, um, including his newsletter and his soon to be solo podcast. You're bringing something back. Apparently um, the Greg DeMarco show will be making its return in podcast form. Um, you as the host, I mean, mind blown who else, wonders who, who else could, could host it yeah yeah that's the that's the goal you know i feel i worry that i revealed that because then what if it doesn't happen but yep got an interview lined up for later this week OG kevin gill very excited about that so look for it over at thechairshot.com probably release it over the weekend i'm thinking sunday night monday morning for you guys to all check out i'm super excited about it and and it should be a lot of good stuff wrestling non-wrestling good times i didn't mention this on chair shot radio but at some point i want to do an episode with each of you like where you're the subject and and have Ooh. just just some fun there and then in the future this is just mind-blowing you know pulp fiction shit now i want to be the guest don't ask me oh. how. Don't ask me how. It'll probably somehow involve you and or Patrick O'Dowd flipping the chairs around and, and, and being on the other side of the microphone. Who knows? But, yeah, we're talking down the road right now. Let's just get through the first episode first. Yeah. I mean, I thought you were going to say that uh, interviewing you would involve some um, intense drugs, in which I would say I'm also on board. Um, but, I mean, I could also myself patrick could interview you too uh, maybe we'll not as much out. fun but if you're open to the other idea i might I can help you out it depends if, if we're still quarantined probably so Pro- okay fair enough, fair enough so before we get into this week's topic um which will be a banger i want to do something you know just a little quirky thing that that uh uh, that I just thought of is actually, I didn't invent this. Everybody actually does this and knows this. If you've been to any meeting in any capacity, if you've probably had a job and you've had to sit down and talk with your coworkers in a forced environment, um, you've probably done this before, but this just came to mind um, because, you know, as I mentioned, we still are in quarantine. Um, we're still hitting what middle of, of April now um, for many people you've been, you know, at home maybe for a few weeks for others, you could be going a little over a month now. Um, so if you miss your work environment, you know, you miss your coworkers, your pals and all those meetings that could have been an email. Um, I'll bring that to you right now. So, Greg, I'd like to do, you know, just a little short rendition of highs and lows. Uh, okay. <laughs> and Wild <laughs> And for those of you who may not be familiar with highs and lows, uh, <laughs> consider yourself lucky. Uh, it's not bad. It can actually be good. But when you do this for every meeting, the existence of mankind, it can get a little repetitive. But highs and lows is uh, you go 
you go around the table and you say what's your high of the week and what's your low of the week. Um, doesn't that sound fun, Greg? That sounds amazing. This sounds wrestling and podcasting is supposed to be an escape from real life, Miranda. Yet here you are forcing all of us to infuse real life into the escape. No. It's all good. Res wrestling is real. Work is fake. So. That's, Man, you guys that's are just coming up with all kinds of shirts I need to make. Yes, that's that's the shirts you need to make. He's writing it down, ladies know, and gentlemen, and I will get five cents from each one of those shirts. So uh, don't forget that when that's uh, live uh, to buy that. But you know what? Real quick, because we're talking about T-shirts, if you are interested in buying a real chair shot T-shirt, I mean a chair shot T-shirt that actually exists that you can purchase with your money, you know, that sweet, sweet stimulus money that's coming your way, uh, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot where you can find a whole bunch of different designs, colors, and styles all available just for you. Now, T-shirts start off at $19.99, um, and you can, you know, take it there, or you can, you know, pay a few extra dollars for a special T-shirt, uh, a.k.a. a la, as you know, the soft style T-shirt. Just a few extra dollars, but it provides a whole lot of comfort. Um, and while you're there, don't forget, there's a few special t-shirts, uh, from those members of the chair shot community of the chair shot radio network. My t-shirt, the queen of soft style t-shirt is available. Uh, but also I mentioned this on chair shot radio earlier. When I think of Patrick O'Dowd, I think of hashtag save tag team wrestling. So you can get one there. Uh, it says unofficial shirt. I mean, it's like he didn't have a shirt, but that's pretty much his shirt. Um, of course, you have uh, Suck It Nerds, Baron Corbin Sucks, you know, always, always a, a, a hit. Um, the hashtag journalism shirt, and then a whole bunch of uh, Chair Shot t shirts. Of course, you have Use Your Head, Chair Shot Worldwide, the OG logo, all of that you can find at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. So I'll start, Greg, you know, for it may have been a while since you've done this. So I'd like to, uh, uh, you know, just ease into this. Uh, and of I course, these can be non-wrestling right. related. Some of I them may, some of them may not. I don't remember the last time I did this, to be honest with you. I, like I I'm have, trying to think. <laughs> I don't know the last time I did this. He's hating it right now. Good. I'm doing my job. So my high of the week is uh, a purchase that I've made through Amazon, which will not surprise Greg. We've been talking offline. Uh, and, and one thing that we have talked about is the endless amount of Amazon purchases that we've made uh, individually over the past few weeks. Uh, I will get probably uh, a package every other day from Amazon from random things that I order. I usually get um, anywhere from office supplies to clothing to food. Um, I mean, it, it's a range of things. So this week, though, I got a very special order in. Um, it is a food item from Legendary Foods. Um, it's a health uh, food producer. Um, they make a lot of cool uh Fun foods that are, you know, paleo, sometimes keto friendly, just depending on it. But they have had, uh, they've made a Pop-Tart, like a healthy kind of Pop-Tart um, that they've had out uh, for a while now. Um, but every time I try to order, it's sold out. But I finally got my hands on the Legendary Foods Strawberry Pop-Tart. And I have not had a Pop-Tart in a minute. And when I look at, you know, the calories and macros of like traditional Pop-Tarts, it makes me sad. 
Um, you know, it's like 36 grams of sugar, probably even more. Um, and it just breaks my heart. I really, really, really miss Pop-Tarts. So when I saw Legendary Foods came out with their own version of a Pop-Tart, I was on it. So today my order of Pop-Tarts came in and sure as shit, I ate my Pop-Tart. Um, and it was pretty good. Um, it's primarily based with almond flour, but you still have all the good stuff. Um, and you still got a little sugar in it. You know, you can't lie about it. But uh, it was a pretty suitable replacement for a Pop-Tart. So uh, anyone looking for a quote-unquote healthier version of a Pop-Tart, because um, I don't remember all the macros and I'm not here to sell you on something that uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure, you know, on the health value, but it's still pretty good. And in comparison to a regular Pop-Tart, uh, you're going to be okay. Um, go to Amazon, Legendary Foods. Uh, they have two different types of Pop-Tarts. One is strawberry and one is brown sugar. So you know I'm getting that other, I'm getting the brown sugar. I got strawberry now. Excellent. Add one. I will have one tomorrow and probably the next day and the next day um, until they run out. Um, so that is my high of the week. The low of the week actually came earlier today. I did also send this to Greg. Um, AEW came out and announced that uh, they will be continuing. They will still have Double or Nothing this year, but it will will not be held in Las Vegas, meaning it's not going to be held in front of a crowd, which means the tickets that I bought the day that they were announced now mean nothing. Um, they did say that for those people who did buy tickets for Double or Nothing, you could get a refund or you could hold on to them. They did announce the date for Double or Nothing for 2021, um, which will be held in Las Vegas um, still in May. So, you know, for those of us who bought tickets, we can weigh the options, but I'm very bummed that I will not be going to Double or Nothing uh, next month. It was something I was really looking forward to. Um, this year, I'm trying to make it a point to uh, try and go to see different promotions um, and events that I've never seen before, and this was definitely on my bucket list, and now it is no more. So, boo. Yeah, that one's tough. It's funny because I, I never replied when you sent it over to me today because – I was working out, but it, it's when I saw that and I thought about that before because there was a report over the weekend, not a wrestling report, just in general, that the MGM Grand had canceled every event through June 1st, and, mm -hmm. but they were still selling tickets for Double or Nothing, and the reason they were was because um, MGM Grand for AEW was a full rental for Double or Nothing, so they were using an outside ticket source, and so that's why they were still for sale, so I was like, oh, maybe they'll do something, maybe they won't, but yeah, it's just... We're not going to be back in May. Like, we're just not. It sucks. But uh, I just, yeah. it's too soon from now. I got a wrestling event on May 15th, May 16th that I got to make a decision about soon. And, and it's just, you know, you can hear my voice change when I talk about it. It's very sad. And yeah. It's just the world that we're in right now. So it sucks. But, you know, we'll we get out of this and, and we'll still get to do things. So Yes. And I know it's sad, but you're still not getting out of highs and lows. No, I know, I know. So my high, now I consider the week the past seven days. So I'm going back to, to you know, because this week is only Tuesday. So um, we've talked about it on this show a little bit, and we've talked about fitness goals uh, over the past, past course of the past few months on this program. And I have a goal of, I upped it now, it's 22 to 23,000 steps per day. Uh, 10 to 11 miles. Last Friday, I was off of work kind of randomly, and we had switched days up and, and worked President's Day, and so we're off last Friday. And so I set a goal of covering 
40,000 steps between running and walking on Friday. And I actually covered 43,344 steps over 19 miles last Friday. This is no surprise to Miranda, but it is a surprise to you listeners. And so, yeah, super happy about that. So I would say that was my high. Lots of highs because we're just, you know, doing lots of stuff and, and spending so much time. We're hustling, baby. We are. You, you can't stop, dude. You just you just can't stop. Hustle, don't stop. My low for the week would probably be, you know, it's it's hard to really define one. And maybe this is where I'm too positive sometimes and so is a detriment. But I just, every time I go out to the store, like I see the people wearing their gloves, wearing their masks, and it just sucks. And I'm not criticizing the people who are doing no. that, even though I don't. Um, I don't, I respect it. I, I, I'm glad they're doing it, you know, for whatever reason take care of themselves that's good but it's just like it's just that reminder of just things are nuts man things are crazy and it just sucks and i'm just ready for it to be over and and you know i don't even think we're halfway into this thing yet and, and it's in terms of time frame and i'm just trying to be real about it um and and you know and then i think you know when we do get through it it could be during the summer and people are going to go nuts and so they might make us wait till really the fall when kids go back to school because otherwise this thing could bounce back very easily and, and come back up so yeah i think we're in this for the long haul but uh it's just always there's always those constant reminders out there that are that are bringing it down and i would say anytime that i go out and i see what people feel like they have to do definitely a bummer and yeah it's just you know that constant reminder is definitely, definitely the low whenever it happens. Yeah, that's, um, it's something that I think we're on that edge of, of, uh, you know, being ready for a lot of these restrictions to be lifted, but also still being cautious about what that looks like. Um, because as soon as restrictions are lifted, it's very possible that there's going to be this huge influx of people out and about again. And then that could cause concern because now there's more interaction with people physically. So then you wonder, okay, well, then they have to put these restrictions again. And I can understand it's a very delicate balance. Um, and just as we think, you know, okay, things are going to get back to a sense of normal, then something else happens, you know? Um, yeah. So I, I think that it's this ebb and flow of, um, you know, still doing, going about your regular day, still doing what you need to do, still being anxious and excited about, you know, getting back into the world, but also it's going to look very different from now on um, in general, just the, the way that we interact. I think the way that companies and, and individuals too um, are more mindful about their physical interactions and ways that they help prevent germs from spreading. It's a whole new dynamic. Um, for example, the grocery stores now, like you mentioned, most of them have these stickers on the floor that pretty much tell you how far apart you can stand from people. I don't think those are going anywhere. I think those are going to be a, a fairly permanent fixture, even after all these have, have uh, the restrictions have been removed, because there's going to be a, a more permanent um, mindfulness of, about um you know, con contamination and, and spreading of germs and things like that. So, um, yeah, we, now I think we, this is part of the new normal that we are, are living in. Um, so I can, I definitely understand it's kind of a, a low when you think about just in the mindset of, um, you know, I don't think the masks are going away anytime soon. I don't think the gloves, I don't think, you know, the social distancing, I, I, I you know, the hand sanitizer, even the toilet paper shortage, I still don't see toilet paper anywhere or paper towels. I don't see them. 
And I feel like this is going to be the constant. I don't know, but they're coming um, back. We got some more this weekend, and and both, and and I've definitely seen them more more frequently. I think what's going to be a bummer down the road if we do this again over the summer is that I, once we're good, I don't think we're going to be like. I think we're just ready for everything to go back to normal, which kind of means like an opening of the floodgates. And mm-hmm. like, I think it's going to be a while before there can be large crowds again. And yeah. I think, you know, like I, I'm worried about my May 16th wrestling show. I might need to be worried about my August wrestling show. Like that's yeah. what really is kind of a bummer about all this, but there's just so much unknown. And it's, it's kind of this rabbit hole we could go down and talk about for hours instead of 23 minutes like we have. And so it's just, yeah, but it's the world we're in, and people who are listening right now can definitely associate with it. I know you guys are out there listening. I know you can. We're all in it together, and you know we're just we're just gonna get through. And that's you know why we hope we can create something that that you have fun with, like what Miranda's about to do to us here today. Way because I mean we talk about time and uh, how sometimes now we all we have is time. That's all we can do and and uh, enjoy time, appreciate time. Uh, but this experience quite hasn't changed some aspects of my personality. Um, like I'm not a very patient person. I'm mindful of time. I like to you know be on time. I like to hold time, but I don't. I'm not patient with time. So. One thing I thought would be a fun thing for us to do today, and maybe I will backtrack a little bit. So uh, now with everyone now probably being more active on social media, there isn't a lot of uh, wrestling going on on the local level. Of course, you still have, you know, some of the bigger promotions of recording and doing, you know, they're doing it live. And that's definitely a whole other topic for another day after uh, the news that, that came out of Florida with the WWE being deemed an essential business. Um, something I definitely want to talk about in the future, uh, but we won't get into too much today. But we'll say this. I'm going to jump in. This might yes. be a really interesting topic next week because AEW happens to be headquartered in Florida and needs to record and needs to record double or nothing. Like, I wonder if that's going to impact them. Or if they're not deemed an essential business, what kind of arguments and fighting are going to come out of that? So I think we could have a really so interesting topic. So much behind it, yes. I mean, there's there's just so much behind that story. And I did want to wait a week to get a little bit more of the facts because a lot of the facts that came out today were just very initial. Um, and I, I want to get some time to kind of let it simmer and, and collect some facts because then this goes into a whole even political situation um, that uh, you always want to make sure you have the right information before you get into, but um, you know, essential business who knew. Um, but uh, a lot more people, you know, are active on social media now. And I've been seeing a lot of people on social media doing these challenges, um, both video challenges and posting challenges. Um, I think the video challenges uh, have been really cool. Of course, the Don't Rush uh, music video uh, that uh, WWE, the Divas did, the women wrestlers did, um, the male wrestlers did that. It's been, you know, spreading um, on the local level. Uh, and then lots of drawing challenges. Um, but this one caught my attention um, because I figured we can do something fun with this during our show today, my show. I mean, it's our show you because you're here, but it's, it's pretty much my show. Um, the 30-day wrestling challenge. So for every day, uh, for 30 days straight, you would post 
um, something related to the question um, or just the, the statement that is asked um, during this challenge. So I thought, you know what? I'm not really patient. I don't have 30 days. Who has 30 days? I know we all have time, you know, to be in quarantine, but uh, life is still happening. I got things to do. So I decided that we are going to do the 30-day wrestling challenge in 30 minutes on the Hashtag Miranda Show this week. So what this will entail is I will ask the question, and pretty much in in rapid-fire style, Greg and I are going to be answering this. I mean, essentially, this will give us one minute per question um but that doesn't give us a lot of time it doesn't give it a lot of time to explain that's why combined. Uh, it's not like one minute per huh? person per question because we'd be here for over an hour that's literally one minute per question combined you plus me combined yes yeah the whole thing so question answer q a one minute bam 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 and just so everybody uh, knows i've been given permission i can do it i'm not afraid to use it That is true. I mean, we are going to be tight on time um, because there's a lot of questions to go over. Um, So Greg will be keeping clock and he will buzzer if we take too long. Um, But this also will require us to uh, think rapid fire. The first thing that comes out of the top of our head, almost a word association, um, which I think will be fun. So, um, yes. I mean, any any thoughts about this before we go into it, Greg? Uh, no, I figure you'll say who's going first, who's going second, and yeah, let's just do it, man. We'll figure it out. Yes. So I will ask the question, you will answer, and then I will answer. I figured that would just be an easier flow. All right. Um, and then, yeah, so I will go down the list day one to day 30, each question. I just, I just want to say, before we go, I'm ready for day one. I've got the sound bite ready. Yes. That gives you a hint, everyone, a hint, nice little hint uh, of, of what's to, to come. Um, Not really. And... A sound bite's a terrible clue because I got four million of them. So that is also true. Anybody. Also, this so such good shit. Day 31, you... favorite sound bite. <laughs> Make it happen. Oh, we did 31 day happen. challenge. Make it happen. Mar- May- April's a 30 day month, but May's not. So make it happen. Yes. All right. Are, are you ready? I am ready. As I'll ever be. All right. So let us know when the clock is rolling. Oh, it's rolling. I'm ready. All right. Question number one, day one. Favorite current male wrestler? I mean, come on. Yes. Uh, Current favorite, Austin Theory, because he's really cute. Uh, Day two. (laughs) Question two. Favorite current female wrestler? That would have to be Rhea Ripley. Ooh, I'm going to go with, I'm still a big fan of Shayna Baszler. Day three, question three, favorite wrestler ever. Now, based on the chair shot radio everybody just heard, I'm going to stick with Eddie Guerrero. That's a good one, yes. Uh, I realize I have like five of his shirts. Uh, and one on coming in order right now, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I'm an adult and I have five of his shirts right now. Day four, question four, uh, favorite tag team. I'm assuming this is ever since it doesn't really say, uh, doesn't say ever just his favorite tag team. Current, the revival ever midnight express. Ah, I don't have a, 
Ooh, this is a hard one. I think ever uh, the Road Warriors and current. Mm, uh, Street Profits. Why not? Question five. Favorite faction? The Four Horsemen. If you listen to Chair Shot Radio this week, I did a whole thing about factions, but I'm a 90s kid at heart. DX. Question six. This is this will be we'll have to do it quick. We'll have to figure it out. How you became a fan. It's a terrible answer for me by watching wrestling. <laughs> uh, oh man. Cliff Notes version, uh, Monday Night Wars, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania 14. Cliff Notes. Like, don't, don't make me buzzer you. Uh, question seven. Favorite promotion? I'm going to cheat and say NXT. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, ooh, I'm going to... This is a hard one nwa i haven't watched their episodes in a few weeks but i still like them uh question eight favorite manager paul Heyman. Mm. or paulie dangerously but okay either is acceptable there's that that's no wrong answer in that i'm gonna say bobby heenan loved him uh question nine favorite commentary team jim ross and paul Heyman. Mm, okay. Uh, I'm going to revert to my childhood. Jim Ross and uh, Jerry Lawler. I mean, favorite, not good. So, whatever. Uh, question 10. Favorite entrance theme? Edge. Oh, this is tough. Because I don't want to say the same people over and over and over again. I'm going to say The Rock. Uh, There's newer songs, uh, not the older ones. Um, fa- uh, day 11, favorite match. Question 11, favorite match. You can say Day 11. It's okay. This is a 30-day wrestling challenge. Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle, WrestleMania 21. Ooh. Favorite match, I'm going to say... Uh, Bailey, Sasha Banks, NXT, Brooklyn. Oh, I lost it. Oh no, I got locked out of my phone. Okay, all right. We are. We've already. We've already made it now. Second week, day twelve. Question twelve. Favorite old school territory. Mid Atlantic. I don't have a lot of experience with old school territories, but I've seen some episodes of Stampede that uh, I, I was very entertaining. All right, day thirteen. Favorite gimmick? The Undertaker. So good. You know, favorite gimmick. Can I say Evil Doink was a gimmick, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking way ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Day 14, most missed wrestler. You know, up until a couple months ago, it would have been Edge, but now I will go with Eddie Guerrero. I know that uh, I have to agree. We 
you mentioned that you got to listen to this week's episode of Cheer Shot Radio. Really good stuff. Um, it involves making three wishes. Um, and Greg's first wish was one that really kept our conversation going. But I, I have to uh, agree. Most Miss Wrestler, um, Eddie Guerrero. All right. We are almost halfway there. How are we doing on time? Um, we are doing good. Actually, we're pretty much we're both we're le- we're 15 days in and it's been less than 15 minutes. All right. See, we can be, we can do this. All right, day fifteen. Just a reminder. Just a reminder. Day fifteen. Favorite face. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Good one. Favorite face, man. Ooh, this is a hard one. This is e. I'm trying to, you know what, Mick Foley. Uh, day sixteen, favorite heel. Actually, it's the Macho Man Randy Savage, but I'm having. I was gonna say, isn't he kind of a tweener right now? Oh, totally. Um, He's way too over. Totally. Uh, favorite heel, Roddy Roddy Piper. He was the he- good heel. All right, day seventeen, favorite finisher. DDT. Mm. Oh, I want to talk so much more about that. I can't. Oh my gosh. Uh, favorite finisher. Um, I want to say Sweet Chin Music. And, you know, for, for what it is. All right. Day 18. A wrestler, one you love to hate. Baron Corbin. <laughs> It's so good. It's so true. Uh, I'd say currently MJF. Just beautiful, beautiful work. Day 19, favorite storyline. Oh, this is going to get a great reaction out of people. The Montreal Screwjob. Woo! It was a work. It was a work. Wow. You're you're really being decisive on this one now. It was a work. Um... Favorite storyline. Um, I guess it's part of the storyline. I would say like Ric Flair's retirement. I guess that's more of a storyline, but that that whole yeah. flow with Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair's retirement. Um, beautiful. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I love you. Uh, or I love you. I'm sorry. Yes. I can, can never get that wrong. Uh, day 20. Favorite submission. Texas Cloverleaf. Um, I want to say the Boston Crab. I just love it. And I love crabs. Um, Day 21, most overrated wrestler. Another one I'm going to get hate for. I'm going to go Christian. (gasps) What? Sorry. Whoa. That's some deep cuts right there. Um... Overrated. I'm gonna say that. I mean, it may sound bad. I'm gonna say Batista. Uh, I never quite got it, but the only reason he's going to the Hall of Fame, I think, is because he's famous now. If he didn't get into movies, if he wasn't Drax in uh, in uh, you know the Marvel universe, I, I don't think we'd be having this conversation. All those world title uh, reigns didn't weren't good enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Not yet. He would have been eventually, but not this soon. Uh, day 22, 
most underrated? I'm going to go an interesting angle because I'm going to say most underrated by the fans. I'm going to say John Cena. Oh. Just about the most underrated Christian. I feel like he's underrated. That's, that's just rude. Rude. Uh, day 23. Favorite feud. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart. Mm, very good. Um, I'm a big fan of John Cena versus CM Punk. Um, loved it. Second would be probably John Cena uh, Edge. Actually, you can remember those times that I was back into wrestling by those by those feuds. Um, day 24, dream match. Just because I can't think of anything else. No, no, I'll go with a different one since since running back from the dead. Eddie Guerrero versus... I like. I know this was speculated for a while, and I still like it. Uh, Shawn Michaels, AJ Styles. Shut up and take my money. Um, all right. We are almost there. Five more to go. How are we doing with time? Fantastic. Six more to go, though, by the way. We'll talk about math later. <laughs> Seven if you do I'm day 31. Sure. Seven if you do day 31, but right now six. That's true. Like WrestleMania, uh, we're, what is it? We're like, we're not in the... It's not the 25th the, anniversary the, of WrestleMania. That was actually the 24th <laughs> anniversary of WrestleMania. Yeah, it's not that. Yes. All right. Uh, day 25, favorite high flyer. The aforementioned AJ Styles. Mm. Uh, forever, Rey Mysterio. Um, all right. Day 26, company you miss. Pre-Sinclair purchase Ring of Honor. Ooh. I gotta go WCW. That was one of your aforementioned uh, wishes. Uh, it's one of the, the spare wishes, yeah. Yes, yes, one of the wishes, and I definitely agree. Day 27, favorite attire? Um, With no time to repair, I'm going to say Velveteen Dream. Ooh, good, good choice. Do do love it. Pentecost Junior, just love that aesthetic. Love the darkness. It's reaches my soul. Uh, day twenty eight. Favorite promo. The sit down CM Punk promo. Yeah, you don't want to call it. You just don't call it a pipe bomb. The the pipe bomb. The pipe. <laughs> Sit down, see punk promo. Uh, I gotta go Austin three sixteen uh, after running the, the King of the Ring. Just it it really set the the tone for pretty much my whole fandom as as a kid. Um, and it was the t shirt CM Punk was wearing during the pipe bomb? Yes. So it all it's all interconnected. Everyone, it all comes to together. Um, day twenty nine, favorite title belt. The Big Eagle. Mm, okay. That's the Attitude Era World Championship. The Attitude Era, yes. Um, I love the uh, old school Intercontinental belt with the white leather. Like, classiest belt out there. I'm really disappointed that, that it got uh, changed. That forever will be the cleanest, sharpest looking belt um, in the history of wrestling. Love it. And we've hit uh, day 30, 
with plenty of time to spare because this is kind of a loaded question. But what is your feelings on the current state of wrestling? We won't know for another 10 years just how important wrestling is right now. Interesting. So we won't know how important the wrestling is. We won't know how important it is. No, just like we have entire podcasts about the Monday Night Wars 20 years later. People are going to be talking about what's going on right now with AEW and with the rise of streaming and and with what's going on in WWE in for for 15 years from now. Like it's going to be a topic that we won't we won't talk about what happened five years ago in 15 years, but we're going to talk about what's going on right now in 15 years. Yes, we're in it, so we don't realize it. Very true. Um, the current my feelings on the current state of wrestling is. You don't know what you got until it's gone. And a lot of fans miss it. Um, but I am not sure if that's going to translate in its fandom when it comes back. I think once it comes back, people are going to go right back to taking it for granted um, because they're not going to like what they see or it's not what they would have done. Um, and instead of going back and thinking about the times that there weren't wrestling or you weren't in front of a live audience, I think people may revert back to some of that negativity. So I think it's important that once we do go back to a live audience and you go to events, try and uh, appreciate being in that moment and being in front of there because there could have been a possibility of it never coming back or coming, you know, like you mentioned, Greg, it could be months from now. I mean, lots of stay-at-home orders uh will be lifted but who knows if sporting events in general will allow people back in for months um so it could be possible there's still you know times ahead that we don't get to actually physically be there and watch it live which is a whole other environment a whole other beast um but you know that's what happens you know just like just like in relationships when a, a good girl leaves and the guy wonders why and when you get her back and you do the same shit over again, then you wonder why she leave me again. Because of that. Think about that. Think about that. I will say this. The people that you're talking about that are just going to go back to, to bitching and, and shitting all over wrestling, they don't miss wrestling. They miss having wrestling to bitch about. Oh, that's deep. That's true, though, you know? I mean, what? because now what you bitch about? You bitch about, you know... <laughs> Staying at home all the time or can't go to do this or can't do that. You can't go to your show. Uh, but then when you have something to bitch about again, then you'll, you know, just go back to bitching yep. about that. That's all they miss. They just miss having it to bitch about. They don't actually miss wrestling. For shame on them. All right, Greg, that is it. We have hit all 30 days of the 30-day wrestling challenge. What's our time? Uh, I mean, it, we're sitting at 45 minutes of the show right now. So we literally went like... What, 23, 24 minutes? Yeah, I mean, boom. Like, that... We, we... Hit that in record time, because I just don't have the patience to wait 30 days for all of these answers. I just couldn't. We literally did that probably in, like, yeah, 20 minutes. So, yeah. new all-time world record. Woo! Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Gotta <laughs> So from even recollecting right now, was there one question that you wish you would have been able to elaborate more on? 
Um, there's probably a few. I definitely think Christian being most overrated, uh, which is interesting because he's the first one that came to mind because I think we, we look at Christian again with the rose-colored glasses. I think he was good. I think, uh, to me, Christian falls into the same vein as a lot of other really good intercontinental and United States champions. Um, I think he overshot his talent. I think he overshot how over he was. Um, I don't begrudge him for being a former world champion. I think him going to TNA and becoming a world champion made perfect sense. Um, I think he was a role player. I think he was a, a upper mid-carder in WWE, and I think that's how he's going to be remembered. And um, But people who thought he should have had more opportunities for the world title... Look, had Edge not retired when Edge retired, I don't think Christian's ever a world champion. So... I and I think that, that that's a valid that's a valid point. I, I I think it's very hard to argue with that, to be honest. Um, just like in the same tone, I mean, we talked a lot about Eddie Guerrero, but le- you know, likely Rey Mysterio wouldn't have gotten that opportunity to be world champion without that whole situation happening. So um, at least not then. I think Eddie may yeah, have I mean, a shot later. Who it knows? Could, but also, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not entirely sure. And you know, going back to to hard questions. Now that I really like go back and think about it, as far as who's overrated. I probably would change my answer to Sheamus. Um, really? I Yeah. Um, and maybe not now, but I think in his real big push, um, when he first started with the company and in some of his world title reigns, I think to me that was like kind of peak overrated. Um, I mean, still very talented. I think it's a hard question for me personally because I don't look at someone – and say that they suck or they're terrible, you know, like they're terrible. I think they all have their unique value and, and being a professional wrestler is no easy feat, but I guess just in my perspective about what draws me as a fan and kind of where people end up falling on the card or, or in their role, I guess when I think about the periods of time that there were some people who got opportunities that I kind of wonder, huh, that's an interesting <laughs> thought or like maybe I wouldn't have picked that. I don't know. Those Seamus comes a lot to to mind. I remember talking about and writing about Seamus when he kind of got his big push, and I remember the biggest take that I had on that was that was at a time when when you know the the heyday of John Cena and John Cena getting shoved down everybody's throat and everybody asking for something different, and then when WWE gave you something different, you just complained about it, and, and what you really just described was the playlist mentality that we talk about so much. You wanted, you know, it's just not who you wanted. And I think that that's yeah. fair. People are allowed to have opinions on it, whatever. Um, I think in that time, same yeah. era too, the, another person that comes to mind is Al, Alberto Del Rio. And I, and that, like, I just, and I, I don't know if it's my lack of connecting with them maybe. is to me translating as to overrated. Cause I think th- those are two very different things. Um, but I also look at him in some of the positions he was put in and I'm just wondering like, huh, that's, I honestly think he's a hindsight is 2020 overrated. I think at the time when he got the mega push, he was ready for it. He was over, he was delivering in the ring. Like I honestly think he could have been a huge star. He just got in his own way time after time mm-hmm. after time after time. And so in hindsight, it's super easy to be like, oh, yeah, that guy was overrated. But I think at the time, at least in my opinion, his push was, was warranted. Until he screwed it off. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and you bring, you know, that's, that's another element to it. Like, I think it's there's layers to um, these types of things. I mean, that's, that's a pretty loaded question sometimes more than who's underrated because uh, – 
you know, ultimately there's always a spin to who you view as underrated. Like I, I, I agree with a lot of people who think Christian was, was underrated. I kind of had this almost living in the shadow of edge, but I think he was really talented, um, especially on, on the mic in ways that um, uh, he just didn't get the chance to, to utilize, but uh, I mean, it goes back to, you know, looking at how someone even got into that role and knowing, you know, if edge never retired, he, he wouldn't have gotten that, that position, but um, it was also one where I think for him, it was well-deserved when you look at, you know, his career and there was opportunity and possibility there, but they never really, I mean, they knew it was always going to be short-term. They always knew that this was just kind of a, a small piece in a, in a larger process for him. And, and so when, you know, you kind of have just this short time anyways, you know um, I mean, you take it and run, but there's also not much that can be done a, a, about it. Lots I, of I, lots of upper mid carters are good promos and good wrestlers. I just don't think he was a main eventer. That's all. Yes. Uh, any other questions that you remember from here that that were uh, maybe more you wish you could have uh, elaborated on a little bit more? I more wish I had more time for like the underrated question because um, that's the one that I keep going back to. Like, had I had a chance to think about it and, and really vet it out, I probably would have gone more with, like, a Samoa Joe or something like that um, than a John Cena just because of how the fans treat John Cena because, for me personally, I think the answer would have been more like a Samoa Joe. Cesaro's an easy go-to for me, but I honestly think that mm-hmm. Joe really doesn't get the credit he deserves, and, and injury has played a large part of that. And the time of his career that he went to WWE also plays a large part in that. But I think that one, um, yeah, you know, how you became a fan. We did a whole episode on that, so that's not that big of a deal. Um, Babyface and heel could have been a lot of fun. Obviously, the current state we, we could talk more about. But And favorite storyline, I mean, I could talk for days about how yeah. the Montreal Screwjob was a work. but And, I, and that's <laughs> fun, too, because the reactions I get are the best. Yes. And, and, you know, this show is not about your conspiracy theories. You have your own show and you can lay out your own conspiracy. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's the truth. There's a difference. Sure. Sure, pal. Sure. I wish I actually had more time to talk about favorite entrance theme because that one is hard. I I have to think back as to like what entrance themes really make me pop. And you, I mean, Edge was a good one thing. Even just more recent too about the Royal Rumble. I mean, that is a very distinct, um, uh, entrance theme and and I same thing with the rock. I mean, I, I think it's still one of my favorites. And when you think about the big pops that it gets, um, I mean, it, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but even one uh, that you actually have that you love to play, and I'm thinking actually being able when I listen to this live, it was uh, pretty fun. Eric Bischoff's entrance music. Um, that uh, I'm Hey yo, it's a good one. It was a good one. I was there live when was this was what two thousand right when they were doing the Battle of the Billionaires um, in Phoenix and they were announcing who was going to be the special guest referee and they brought out you know all these people. Uh, Mick Foley came out and uh, Bischoff came out and then finally Stone Cold and I, there was a solid ass pop for for uh, Eric Bischoff's. I love it. I also on a very different note on more of an artistic note. I like Marty Skrull's, uh theme. Yeah. It's it's 
it's just a whole other level deep and really pensive. Add a category to this, it'd be least favorite theme song, and it would be everything AEW does because that's garbage. <laughs> yeah, um, they are. All yeah, their theme really songs are. suck. They're not the best. It's Jericho's lucky he's a musician and got to actually do his own theme song. And even because... his isn't that good. Like, I'm not gonna lie, Judas is not a great. What? I like Judas. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I think after you hear it so many times, it's like, oh, you know, but the song itself is solid, but it's the best one yeah. in the entire company because. Whoever they have doing their music sucks. It's no this. This is my yard now. That's a theme song right there. That's, that's a theme song, ladies and gentlemen. That's a goddamn theme Well, song. if you guys want to do the 30-day wrestling challenge, it is online. We'll probably uh, add a link to it uh, in the show description so you guys can do it yourselves. Um, and you could do it in 30 days. Heck, you could do it in 30 minutes. It's all up to you. I'm not here to judge. Um, but let us know your thoughts on the 30-day wrestling challenge. Feel free to provide some of your answers. And... Also, is there a question here you would like to add for the 31-day challenge that Greg is going to do? Because uh, I've just assigned it to him. We're going to do the 31-day challenge, and, and we'll have to add a you know a 31st question. So feel free to make suggestions to us online uh, on social media. Again, thechairshot.com uh, is available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at thechairshot.com. I am available on social media at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find Greg at chairshotgray on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that. But also through his newsletter, um, you can subscribe to the newsletter at thechairshot.com forward slash Greg DeMarco. Sign up. And in that newsletter, you can reply right back to Greg DeMarco. So you can let him know your thoughts on his articles. Um, he also does a great job of plugging in the podcast. Um, and let him, let him know, you know, what are your answers to the 30-day challenge? Uh, and if you were to add a 31st day, what question would you add? Just to, uh, and even today I had, I sent an email. I did the, the last article that you'll see. And yeah, I'm just looking back and forth with one person, 10 different messages involved in, in you know, I my, the original email that I sent out and then the person replies and that, that email chain is now up to 10. Just with one person. So but very short messages back and forth, almost as if they were text messages. So yeah, reply to the email if you sign up for the newsletter and, and very simply it does come to me and, and then it is fun to reply. So yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and I mean, look, it's short, it's sweet, it's simple, but that's this week's show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with some more such good shit pal stuff. 
Uh, I mean, who knows where the world will such good shit. Uh, you never know where this wacky world is going to take us. So feel free to suggest any uh, topics and ideas to us on social media. Um, don't forget to visit thechairshop.com. You can go and get your own t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Uh, in your own way, however that looks like right now, don't forget to support your local independent wrestling promotions. If they're selling merch, if your favorite wrestlers are selling their merchandise, even liking their social media pages, um, whatever you can do to help. It doesn't always require spending money, but just being there, letting them know that you are still a fan helps a lot because fans are what makes the world go round. I know, you know, People have lots of funny conversations about wrestling fans. Hell, we're wrestling fans ourselves. So we can say that. But uh, we know that wrestling fandom can go a long way in times like this. So don't forget to support your local wrestling promotions. Go online. Shout out to us on social media. And uh, don't forget to listen to us next week for another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. You said the show that went 59 minutes was short and sweet. That's adorable. That's that's my version of short and sweet. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.